Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. Hey, I am super, super duper excited for tonight's show. First off, we're doing an evening show. I don't know why. We haven't done one of these in a while. It's, it's usually the daytime, and um, no, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. I, uh, I like doing an evening show. Um, you know, when I first started out podcasting, all of my shows... I don't know, we're late at night. That's, I mean, we were doing them like 10 o'clock at night and stuff. I, I don't know what that was about, um, but uh, that's how we did them. And then all of a sudden we started doing them in the daytime and everything. So it's a nice change kind of to do one in the evening. I like it. I like it. And speaking of liking, I like our guest tonight. Oh, my gosh. She's an indie folk singer-songwriter extraordinaire, ladies and gentlemen, extraordinaire. I love her work. She is just, uh, you know, she's cool. Turned up to 10. Turned up to 10, I'm telling you. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest tonight, uh, Miss Ada Marquez. Ada, how are you doing? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's my pleasure and whatnot. I am so glad. You know, I you're with... Uh, uh, for your uh, your digital marketing or PR, I should say, you with Trend PR, they're like the best in the business. I'm telling you, every time I talk to them and they send me a, uh, they're like, oh yeah, we're working with such and such. I just know it's going to be top shelf every time. And Aww. here we are, Ada Marquez doesn't disappoint once again. Aww, so, thank you. You guys uh, make me sound way cooler than I am, including my wonderful PR team. They make me sound amazing. Um, when I really, I'm just like a girl in her room with my guitar, but um, I'm so lucky to have them. They're so great. And yeah, they give, have given me so many wonderful opportunities to talk about my music. And this is definitely one of them. So thank you. Well, that's amazing. You know, that's, it's, I'm so glad you're working with it. They're the best in the business. I'm telling you, uh, mm-hmm. Joshua and everybody over there, they could teach classes on how to do PR. I mean, yeah. I am always, I don't know if you're aware of this as a client. Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. I don't know. But they send out to, to people like me this press kit. Mm-hmm. I mean, the press kit is phenomenal, you know, just phenomenal. And, um, and, you know, and it's got this whole list of everything's right there under one thing, and it's just perfect. I've worked with PR companies before, um, you know, not, not so much anymore because, you know, I kind of learned. But when I was starting out, you know, I'd work with somebody, and, and I'd never heard of them, and, and I'm like, well, do you have any information about your client? They're like, well, what, Google's down? It's not working? <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, my oh, gosh, I, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's Especially uh, new it's artists, nice. they, they treat you like rock stars, uh, which is the sweetest. Mm. Um, and they, when you have, like, a smaller audience and um, not as many resources or your name is not known, obviously, they 
um, even make you feel like that's possible and that they would do anything for that, like for you to talk about your music and to get your music out to listeners. So, yeah, they're top of the line. I'm very lucky. (laughs) It was very – it was about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. I I had a guest on, one of theirs, uh, one of their clients, and uh, and we had a great show, and it was – he was fantastic, great single, you know, pop artist. And I was telling uh, my wife, Danny, uh, about it. She, you know, afterwards she said, well, how'd the show go? And, you know, I was telling her about it. So the next day, she's at work. She manages an Ulta. I'm sure you're familiar, you know, the the stores with all the makeup and everything. And um, I'm sitting here working. I'm working on a painting. And I get a text. The thing goes off. And uh, I, I look. And it's from Danny. I'm like, oh, no, what's going on, you know? Um, oh, no. <laughs> you, know, you, you never know with Danny. It's, it's always a bad side. She's great. Yeah. I love her. Don't, but she goes, hey, you remember that song you played from that guy that you had on this show? Well, it's in the, it's on the speakers right now at work. <laughs> and I'm oh like, oh, God. really? I said, I shall text him and let him know that his song's being played at all times. <laughs> oh, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, he was very excited about that. And he said that. Oh my God. That's, uh, <laughs> that's trend, you know. Well, yeah. There you, go. there you go. Yeah, I've only been that's working cool. with like... them for a couple of months, but it's been crazy oh, and amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, it's, oh, it's great. You know, it reminds me uh, a couple of years ago, I was reading an autobiography, or not an autobiography, just a biography. Uh, somebody had written about David Bowie, but they had, it was basically yeah. all these interviews he had done, you know, over the, 40 years he was doing interviews and stuff. And uh, I remember in there, in one of those, somebody had asked him, they're like, man, every time you put out a song, it's like a hit. You know, uh, how do you, how do you explain that? You know, do you just sit down and always write hit songs? And he said, well, a big part of it, and I'm paraphrasing here. I'm not, it's not an exact quote. And, uh, but he said, you know, the gist was, he said a big part of it was, he goes, I work with the people, the best people in the business. And when you work with pe- the best people in the business, chances are you're going to do well. You know, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So there you no, go. Definitely. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. That's what I realized because I've been writing for my whole life, given I haven't shared it for a very long time. I started sharing my songs about a year ago. But the difference mm. between writing alone and kind of not knowing what to do with that Whereas having people around you, like my producer, who's absolutely amazing, like having him take an idea of mine, take a song, and completely transform it into something that's wow. beyond so I could have This is all within like a year and a half? Yeah, this is all within a year and a half. It's been well, a crazy I mean, wild year. And I don't, I don't want to sound like a creep or anything like that, but you're a young gal, no. you know? You're, you're a young lady, I should say. Excuse me, I... I have been told by my wife and many other people, I'm an old man, and they're like, Jane, you can't be calling women gals. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> Try not to do that. Anyhow, you're a young lady oh, and whatnot. But I figured you were in the business, uh, you know, a, a little longer than that because your stuff is very polished and um, very, uh, you know, you, you've got that, that poetic, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, maturity almost, you know. Um, oh, thank you. You know, and you, you seem very confident with your work, and I'm very impressed. I'm, I'm surprised to hear that. A year and a half. Wow. Well, you're doing great. Imagine where you're going to be in a, another year. Jeez. 
Oh, God. I talk to you. <laughs> no, it's been a wild ride because I have, I'm a terribly shy person. Like right now, I'm shaking really? <laughs> in the best way. Whoa, you're no, the nicest you're person fine. ever, but I'm just so shy. <laughs> um, and I've been like studying profusely. Like I've been listening to your podcast all week, just preparing for this. Oh, <laughs> no. So oh, gosh. I got to come up with new jokes, May. We got to come up with oh, some new no. jokes. Oh my! They're can't all read so wonderful. My mom and I enjoy them thoroughly. Like we were here oh, studying and getting ready. But yeah, oh, so this man. is like my first time talking. I'm the type of person who, if I had to speak during class or had a presentation during class, I would fake a stomachache to not go to school. So this is like a big step up in less than a year to like be from not saying anything ever to kind of talking about. Things that are so personal to me, especially songs that mm. are about my life and how I feel. So it's been a weird transition. It's been a very weird transition. Well, I tell you, it's I I totally can relate to what you're saying on on, on a level um, because yeah. and and this is something I, I normally I think I mentioned this I don't know uh, about a month ago or so I can't remember. It's been a I don't think you've heard that show yet um, because it's been a couple back. But um, I, uh, I'm a painter by trade. It's what I do for a living. I paint pictures of yeah. people and stuff. And I've been doing that for a long time, 20 years, you know. Um, oh, wow. And so I've probably done, I don't know, three, 400 art shows over, you know, my little time doing this. And, um, and I hate doing that. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I, it's not one of my favorite things to do. Because I also, believe it or not, a lot of people are surprised at this, and very shy. I mean, doing the pot, you know, just talking to a friend on the phone, you know, this ain't a big deal. Yeah. Um, it, 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 you know, I mean, yeah, we, we have thousands of people that listen and whatnot. But, you know, I never think about that. I'm just talking to somebody on the phone. So it's easy. The, the podcast is easy. But these art shows, yeah. man, you got to be in this room, and they always they always want you to talk about your paintings or, or whatever. I mean, just, it's part of that. And the people want to hear that. That's part of what, why they came, you know. And yeah. it's just part of it. And it's very hard for me. And I, I get very shy. And it's funny. I don't know if you've seen, but like on my, my press picture, I'm always wearing sunglasses. And yes. You know, yeah, because I'm cool, you know. I'm cool, yeah. man. No. Um, you got to keep up the, the, the vibe, is, the cool vibe. Well, yeah, and the reality <laughs> is that when I wear those at some of these shows, I have a pair, when I have to talk in front of people that I put on, they're not my normal pair that I wear, and I put black paint on the inside of the lenses, and so oh, I can't wow. see the people, and so <laughs> they're like, oh, he's doing okay, my wife, always, I remember my friend Dennis, one of these gallery curators that I've, I work with a lot uh, here in South Florida. He, he had mentioned, and Danny, my wife, told me the story after. She's like, yeah, you leaned over. I was like, oh, he's doing okay tonight. And she's like, he's got his blackout glasses on. It's a blackout glasses. Yeah, no. That's yeah. so funny. Is that why a lot of people wear glasses? Is that the hidden secret that I had no idea of? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it was just something I did. Um because I, I, I had this show, and I didn't want to go. I didn't want to. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And, yeah. um, you know, and people with painting, they, 
it's it, you know they're like oh what what were you feeling when you painted and I'm like oh the rent was due you know or I needed to buy groceries yeah. that's what I was thinking about uh, <laughs> the washing machine the first broke. thing I had to get a new one yeah you know yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, but nobody wants to hear that they want to hear you know no well I had this image in my head and I had to get it out on the you know they they want the whole razzmatazz but I imagine as a as now, in your case, with music, it's probably the same type of deal. They expect, um, you know, you to be a certain, I mean, because you, you know, you're like the modern day kind of Joni Mitchell type deal going on, you know, that, that very wise singer-songwriter, you know, they're going to lead oh, you to the light, you know, it's Oh, she's my idol. Thanks for saying that. I don't deserve it, but no. thank you. <laughs> Especially in these crazy times, you know. Uh, they're going to look yeah. at you and say, yeah, we need some sanity. We need some sanity. You know, they're not going to get that from a techno remix. They're going to get that <laughs> yeah. from the, the wise poetry. Um, so that's cool. A year and a half. Wow. wow. But you were right for year a long time. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How, did, how was making that jump? From being a girl in her room with a guitar and and writing stuff, you know, on her on her phone or paper, however you did it, to being in a studio and and working with producers and and you know, okay, we got this for the masters now, you know, I mean, yeah, moving into that world, oh my god, yeah, that's a big it's jump. Been, it's such a big jump, and it's been a whirlwind. I definitely went through. For me, it was about finding the right producer because um, I had a lot mm. of songs ready and prepared, and um, I had a really wonderful teacher who encouraged me to kind of take it, you know, try to produce something, try to put something out there. So that's when I started looking for producers because it's something that I was trying to teach myself, but it's just um, something I haven't mastered yet, and I wanted to see what somebody else could do with the songs I had. Um, and I went through mm. a couple of different producers, but I have um, a friend who's a great musician too. Her name is Paige Shannon, the coolest like Americana singer, and she has a wonderful producer named Chris Reynolds. And um, she referred me to him, and we started talking, and I started sending things over to him. And then Bell came about. We did a, one song before, but then our second song was Bell. When I sent sent him over Bell, it just he completely transformed that song for me. I wasn't a big fan of that song, but I thought, you know what, let's try this one. I just want to see what happens. So the process has definitely changed. It becomes less personal. Um, mm. When I'm writing songs, I ha- I think about it very personally. Like, this is about my feelings, and nobody's going to see this, so who cares if I sound like an idiot? But when you're writing with the intention for it to be released, an intention for other people to hear it, you kind of have to let go of that and be like, this is what it is. And having somebody else look over it and interpret the way they want to um, has definitely been a big step up from it being all me, 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 this is my decision, this is what I'm going to do. It still is at the end of the day, but it's nice to have a second opinion. Be like, do you think this is cool? What do you think about this? do you, should we change the trumpet sound here? Should we change? It's just little things like that that is really fun. It's like a community being built. 
And that's awesome. That is so cool. And such a hard talent to learn as a creative. I don't care what, you know, if you're painting, if you're making music, if you're making biscuits, it doesn't matter. It is hard for an artist, for a creative person to, I don't know, uh, elicit uh, opinions from other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think of this? And they're like, ah, that's a real stinker. And you're like, what? This is my my soul, man. It's, it's hard not to take that exactly. personal. Exactly. That was my biggest so, thing was like, I refuse to do that. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I, I was going to say it, it's hard. It, that's another big jump to make as a creative person, um, somebody that's working, especially a professional creative person, because uh, that's a big thing that separates amateurs from professionals, in my opinion, um, because that's a hard place to be. That's a because your name's on the door. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, and you got to find the right person that you're working with. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, you know, you collaborate on everything, but it sure is nice to, you know, somebody that's been around the block a couple times in, in whatever it is you're doing or trying to do. And they're like, yeah, yeah. you know. You might not want to do a trance remix of this, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, no, for sure. Lana Del Rey did. <laughs> you know, yeah. It doesn't always work out. You know, come on. Oh, I love her. Um, but, yeah. I he's, do, too. He's been my – yeah, she's – I, I – yeah, I love her music. She's one of my big inspirations. I grew up listening to her, like, in middle school. And, mm. yeah, to this day, it's still someone I go back to. Oh, yeah. Um, I think she's wonderful. Well, I'm telling you. But yeah. I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of pretty yeah, pretty women, uh, glamorous women up to no good is a lot of, you know, the type of paintings I paint. And <laughs> if you're looking for an idea, pop in a lot of CD because there's a whole bunch. Um, and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget. For novices, 
collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS. That's R-O-X-X for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Yeah. You know, although, although I've been listening to Bell, I've been listening to Bell. Oh, my God. you got to put that stuff, some of the stuff behind you a little bit, folks. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I'm reading too much into that. No, you got it. Okay. Okay. There's so many, like, different interpretations that I have of this song. Like, when I first wrote it, it was one thing. But now I don't listen to it back often just for, like, my mental health's sake because I can (laughs) dissect absolutely everything about my lyricism and everything that's happening. So I try not to listen to it. But... Um, hearing what other people think it's about, hearing what um, it means to me now after I listen to it months on end um, and writing it to when it's finished and it's out there and I can't do anything about it, it definitely changes the meaning a lot. Um, And it's become more convoluted than it was when I first wrote it, which is interesting. I never had that experience before. Usually it's a one-and-done deal uh, when I write. But now this kind of like transcended a little bit. Awesome! That is so cool. That is so cool. Let me ask you this: When you're, we're going to play the track in a second, folks. So you know, you know what we're talking about here. It's fantastic. But I wanted to ask real quick because I'm curious. I'm curious. Um, you are such a, a cool singer songwriter. Do you do? Is it different every time? Do you write the lyrics first? Do you come up with your melodies first? Um, what is the, the general songwriting process for Ada? It's different every single time. But okay. I think that's what makes it exciting is that it could be a melody, a lyric. Um, I'm playing around with my guitar, with the piano, and I play like a chord progression I think sounds cool. But I think the most magical way that happens and the way Bell happened was that I it kind of comes really quick, and that's something that mm. happens very rare. Um, and it's very exciting when it's very – it kind of writes itself when you don't have to do much thinking. I did a lot of thinking when it was done and, like, sent to my producer. I, had, I like, changed some <laughs> lyrics. I changed a lot of things. But the immediate, like, brain dump when – you're excited about that brain dump 
and didn't really get in your head too much about it, those are the best songs, in my opinion, to write, because it's easy mm. for me to get mm. in my head. Um, and song, I could spend hours on a line um, for months on end, and my producer can speak to that. I am very, I'm an insufferable artist, but it's about, like, the letting go and letting things right. come hard. to you. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard. It so is. this is a song I think I try to let go a little bit more of, and it became one of my favorites that I've done so far. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. I've done that with some paintings, you know, and my, my wife, I, one of the reasons I, I, I love my wife, uh, well, she's a, she's an artist in her, in her own right. She, she does sculpture and stuff and, but she oh, knows wow. me more than she's a wife more than anything. She knows me and I'll be working on something. And usually if something, if I'm really into something and something's fighting me a little bit, I, I tend to get a little grouchy. People are like, Jamie, I don't believe it. Really? No way. You're so nice. <laughs> You know, yeah, I, I yeah. tend to get a little, little yeah, grouchy. Um, yeah, I get you know, like really maybe, sad. I'm like, you know what? Maybe this, I'm not meant for this. Like, I just get sad. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, I've had those thoughts. Uh, not about you, yeah. but uh, no, you know, yeah. So my wife will walk in the studio here, and she'll she'll see the dog like hiding in her kennel. Something. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Not that bad. But she just knows something. Usually the uh, volume of music and and style of music <laughs> reflects my when, uh, emotions when I'm working. And finally, sometimes yeah. it's like it's it's done. It's been done for three hours. Uh, you know, seal it up. It's finished. Yeah. And uh, move on to the next. And sometimes I need to hear that. You yeah. know, otherwise, you know, you look at art history and stuff, and some of these painters would be like, "Well, yeah, you worked on this for three years, and it isn't the Sistine Chapel. It's like a." 18 by 24 inch canvas. And you're like, three years? <laughs> yeah, Jeez, well, wait, I mean, and this, and these guys didn't have cable. They, they weren't doing, there wasn't a whole lot going on. Maybe a war or something, but, you know, three years. And yeah, just textbook I, overthinking. Just, absolutely, absolutely. But I imagine yeah. with music, it's even harder, you know, because things change and, and your memory of things change, you know, when you're, you're like, Definitely. Eh, was Norman really that bad? Does he warrant this? Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> yes, he does. No, I, I, I'm not. I, there's no Norman people. That people are going to be like, what does Jamie know? No. There might be a Norman. I don't know. But um, for all the Normans out there, we love you. Treat your gals right. That's all. I'm, your ladies right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be in a song, man. That's not good. That's not good. Um, oh man! You remember that country song that was out? I don't know a, a few years ago where the woman um, keyed the guy's car, and uh, you know he had he had cheated on her and she had done all kinds of mean nasty things to him. And Carrie Underwood. You know, I would have hated yeah. to be. Yeah, can, yeah. Can you imagine? I bet you there's a guy out there. I don't think that song just was plucked out of the eat. Maybe it was. I don't know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking somebody did somebody wrong. You know? Jeez. Yeah. I don't, want to be I don't know guy. the history of that song, but yeah, I think it's very, it's cathartic. It kind of, I wouldn't want to be the target, but at the same time, you know, maybe it was <laughs> necessary for her to process it. And obviously worked out well for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. She got a swimming pool out of it, so there you go. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah. I love it oh, when artists man. just unfiltered and they write whatever comes into their head. Um, I think Absolutely. that's, yeah, the best way of writing and the best way of um, kind of expressing your feelings and expressing yourself. I think we have so many filters right now with the way we approach the world with social media, with a lot of different things, that the unfiltered artist, in a respectful way, obviously, not in a very, you know, harsh, right. terrible way, just someone who's honest about how they feel and about how they see the world, um, I think is beautiful. And, yeah, I love that. I love it, especially oh. when females take that and... Or empower to do that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I tell you, does a lot of that is um, uh, Stevie Nicks from, uh, you know, Fleetwood Mac yes. and her solo career and whatnot. She was a, a, a mistress of that, of, of laying it out, yes. <laughs> telling you how it, not only did she, yeah. I saw a meme one time where they, they were saying something about I don't know, somebody in there like, oh, yeah, she writes songs about her ex. Stevie Nicks wrote songs about her ex and then made him play it <laughs> them on stage. <laughs> And then sang it to him. (laughs) My favorite person ever. (laughs) Is another one of my main idols that I've been looking up to for years. And she, her fearlessness is everything that I want. When I feel scared, I turn to Stevie Nicks. I'm like, hey, if I can look into the eyes of a loved one or of an ex-loved one and give it to him, I would, you know. Like really, just <laughs> I couldn't handle it, man. I could not. I am telling you, I have moved cities before just because I ran into somebody at a coffee shop that I didn't want to run into. You know, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, me too. No, I would avoid it with my whole life. That's why I, mm. I do the cowardly thing. I just sit in my room when I get really angsty about it. <laughs> no, but you're great. You're great, you know, and it's it's uh, you're really really good at what you do. I'm telling you. I'm telling you in a couple of years there's going to be if not already, if not already. And eh, maybe maybe not. Maybe 6 months or so. There'll be some <laughs> young lady sitting in a room somewhere thinking about you. You know what I mean? Going, "Ooh, I want to do it like, you know, Ada Marquez does, you know. She's she's there. I I that's my prediction. I I see that happen, Aww. you know. That's crazy because that's what I've done my entire life. So to even think of that role reversed is infathomable to me. No, you're on the path. You're definitely on the path. Um, You're really good. I'm telling you, uh, we're going to play Bell tonight, folks. And I have also heard, because I'm really cool because I wear sunglasses all the time. Um, No, I'm I'm kidding, folks. But I do (laughs) get a little preview of stuff that isn't released yet. And no, we're not going to play this. But, man, your next single that's coming out, Napkin, I just want to say, that's a good one, too. That's a good one. Oh, thank you. I'm yeah. really excited about that one. I oh, man, love great. that one so much. Thank you. It's yeah, I feel like it's a continuation of Belle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, folks. Now, see, if, if you were cool and, and nice to me, I, maybe I'd invite you to a party you shared at my house. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I can't do that. I can't play stuff. People ask me all the time um, that come over and say, they're like, hey, do you have any stuff that hasn't come out? And I'm like, yes, I do, but no, you can't hear it, you know. Otherwise, I won't get this. I'll, I'll lose that role. Um, 
No, let's play it, down. Let's keep play it tight. Um, you have to. You have to. <laughs> um, and that's got to be hard, too. And I know that in, in your business, too, sometimes you'll come out with a, uh, a finished single that's ready to go and whatnot, and you probably want to share it right away. And this is a little insight behind the scenes for those who don't know with musicians, professional musicians. Sometimes they can't. There's a whole plan. They're like, okay, we're releasing this on this date. The video is dropping on this date, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you have to wait. That's hard to do, too, not letting people know about your work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, For me, it's easier than most just because I get so nervous when I'm about to release something. ah. Um, I always think like people are lying to me <laughs> and, um, even to like last minute when Belle came out, I was like, I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready for this to be released. And I had a whole panic about it, but it went away. Oh, and, um, yeah. that's just how I am. I'm working on it though. I promise I'm well, not as insecure as I am right now. <laughs> it'll, it gets easier. I think if it's anything like this. Although, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I just did this painting, um, it was a charity painting, you know, we do that every so often, um, work with, and this is a great charity, they they help women that have abused or been through legal troubles or whatnot, um, get back on their feet, and what, and, and so they asked me, they, they came to me and asked me to uh, do a painting uh, that they could uh, auction off and whatnot, and then also, uh, they, they got the rights to it, and, um, they can do merch and stuff like that with it. It's a great painting. I outdid myself, man. That's one of those paintings when you get done, you're like, oh, damn, you know, I'm impressed. Yeah. And I can't show it to anybody. And, you know, and I do my little blog updates in the morning, you know, where I'll, I'm like, today's mm-hmm. such and such as birthday with a, some band or something. I'm like, oh, and I, I usually put a painting that kind of matches the song. And the other day that oh, happened, wow. I can't remember what what it was. I'm like, oh, I want to post that painting because so, it's so perfect. Yeah, can't do it. Oh can't God. do it until yeah. they're ready with their stuff, you know, and it's, it's hard. It might be six months, you know, before anybody sees that. You never know. It's like all about timing, too, especially now. Mm-hmm. Um, not just with, oh, yeah. with it's everything. Um, so that's been very difficult to deal with, too. It's like I, I'm not used to thinking about writing as a a kind of product so it's very hard to kind of have that transition to where it's like okay this is now this is not something that it was a one-off like this is has a little bit of more stakes in it it's a lot more people are going to hear it it's going to be you know not just something that's in my journal and hopefully will be burned before i die because i don't want anybody to read that you know it's like going to be out there i gotta get better at that yeah, I've got to get better at it. My wife's really, my wife's, you know, I don't know, 15 years younger than me. So she's, she, she's like your generation, you know, she's, she's grown up with cell phone and stuff in her hand and, and knows yeah. all this stuff, you know, like, and she'll, she'll get on me. Sometimes. She's like, well, you shouldn't post it on Instagram at, you know, three o'clock in the morning. Nobody's going to see it. It's going to be buried by the time anybody sees <laughs> it. She knows all that stuff. You know, I have no clue on any of that. No clue. I'm telling you, Ada, this is a very true story. When I started doing Twitter and the hash, you know, with the hashtags and stuff, so everybody was yeah. telling me, yeah, hashtag the important parts of your tweet. And so I'm like, yeah, well, everything I'm writing is important. So I put a hashtag, and they're like, Jamie, don't 
hashtag the, you know, don't hashtag every word in a sentence. You can't. I'm like, yeah, but the whole sentence is important. What do I just put a, one hashtag and do the whole sentence? They're like, no, nobody's going to put that in. Nobody's looking for that. You know, are you crazy? I didn't know. Somebody's looking for know. hashtag the, hashtag I. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I didn't know. I still there, don't even know what Snapchat nice. is. You know? <laughs> and that, nobody uses no, yeah. that anymore, I think. I think that's old. That's yeah, like that's MySpace that. or something. I don't know. Snapchat's a little, it's going, it's going off right now. It's not really in it anymore, at least in, like, my friend group. We don't use it. But I personally didn't have social media for years because it was, like, a you scary concept girl. to me. Yeah, mm. I grew up, my parents aren't very strict, but I grew up scared of it just because of the whole pressure around it. I wasn't one to kind of... um I just saw the way my friends would get anxious about posting things and all this stuff. And I would be like, damn, I don't want that. I don't want that in my life. So I just recently really got into social media when I started whole, like sharing my music and that's, it's a terrifying place to this day. I still don't understand it. Um, And I'm on the same boat as you. I am trying to figure things out as I go. And I'm lucky to have a wonderful team behind me to help with that because I'm lost. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, man. My one of the things my wife in our house we're we're watching I don't know TV shows about ghosts or um and this is all my wife. I, I'm a very trained, you know. She, my wife, always has a remote control. It's just that's our relationship. And um, so we're watching stuff about ghosts or um, you know, murder shows, uh, you know, true crime. Yeah. You know, I we're watching them all. I don't know if I should be worried, but. You know, she's into that stuff. We just watched some series on uh, something. I don't know if it was on. One second, folks. Here, let's use this little mute button. I think this is working. Hey, Lane, be quiet. I'm doing a show. Are you kidding me? Go lay down. What's wrong with you? You can see Thor later. Oh, no. Anyhow, now we're back. Oh, no, Anyhow. Thor. <laughs> she's in here whining. I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, um... Thor is the neighbor's dog, ladies and gentlemen. My dog has a bit of a crush on him. Anyway, back to murder show. So we watched this thing on streaming, and it was about, um, I didn't even know this was a thing, where some high school kid had gotten all these gals, social, or all these young ladies, social media stuff, and then was extorting, like, naughty pictures from them. and what, It was a big thing. Yeah. And uh, kid yep. went to prison for fine. 20 years. So they caught him, and, but it took him five years. And, you know, I saw that, and I'm like, oh, my God, can you imagine if you had a teenage daughter? I, I wouldn't even let her have a phone after watching that show, you know, know. let alone a Facebook no, account. It's crazy. There has the amount of stories I heard growing up, um, like horror stories about just, because it can be, I think social media is powerful and wonderful in many ways, but there's also, it's so easy, it's so terribly easy for, like, misinformation to come out for terrible things to be people to see and people to hear these terrible things. And it's just, it's, it's a fine line, social media. And it's terrifying to see like the power we have and how it can be so easily abused. And I think it's so very much abused all the time. Um, And that's probably will never end, but I'm glad that there's some good out there too. Cause I've seen wonderful things on social media that, 
especially now with like the political climate, people have been very vocal and I think that's that's a beautiful thing about social media. But then there's the opposite side where things like that and, you know, people who want to yeah. cause harm. No, yeah, very true. Well, and you post all this controversial stuff on like your um Instagram. No, I'm I'm kidding, ladies and gentlemen. She really does it. <laughs> I'm I'm over I'm looking at her Instagram right now. There's a picture of her dog. Uh, yeah. There's some really cool cowboy boots. Uh, I'm scrolling down. Thank you. There. you know, <laughs> a pretty cat sitting next to a pillow my wife would want. Um, can't let her see it or I, or I buy one. <laughs> she said it's a really comfortable pillow too. I think I know the picture you're talking about. That's my cat. I have a cat and a dog. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, yeah. there you go. Hey, we totally forgot. And folks, just so you know, if you want to look at Ada's Instagram as well, um, we have links. I believe it's on our show page. Do we have it? Yeah, Instagram and TikTok. She's got a TikTok. She's a TikToker. And that's not a word. Ooh. No one's ever used that except me. Nobody's a TikToker. <laughs> um, but she's on TikTok. And there's links. You can get to it. Uh, but let's play the song. Let's play yeah. Bell because we've been talking about it. And uh, I want people to know what we're talking about. Here it is. This is Ada Marquez. This is Belle. Check this out, everybody. This is fantastic. Here it is. The trace of every pen always leads me back to you. Days are in
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. What a track. Did I I did not fib Bell. Ada Marquez, man. I'm telling you, that's the one to get. No, Ada, Bell is out, right? People can pick this up wherever they get streaming uh music. Yeah, anywhere they want. Wherever you please. Thanks. It's also on YouTube. I have a little lyric video that my friends and I made. Um and you can find it there it's too great. if you want to. Yeah, Thank you. yeah, we've been playing that. We've been playing that all week leading up to the show, um, and we have it on uh, my website. Um, you know, I like I like putting a video up of, of the artist, um, uh, you know, their, their work or whatnot, so people get an idea. And I got to tell you, I'm a child of the '80s. I love music videos. I grew up with them. I, I yeah. they're almost an art form to me. I, I'm I'm into it, man. You know, and I uh, love music videos uh, too. Yeah, I'm just into it, and. You know, I when people send me, like, because I get a lot of emails, and I get a lot of people that aren't working uh, with agents or, or what have you. You know, it's starting out. Nothing wrong with that. you got to start somewhere. But they'll send me stuff, and, and yeah. that's one of the things I do. I copy their name, and I put it in the YouTube. <laughs> hey, what are we talking about? Yeah. It's so true. I have YouTube first thing you I'm always a big do. TV in here. Yeah, that's what I do. I, you know, I hate it. And I love, you know, all the Pandora and everything and Spotify, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I have accounts with all that stuff that I, I don't go. Uh, I go to YouTube, you know. But I have a YouTube yeah. account, too. So, you know, I can't handle those commercials. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know, the commercials, uh, they put it now, like, stopping it in the middle of the videos. There's, like, three to five commercials. I was watching a live show because what I do most on YouTube is, like, type in, like, Phoebe Bridgers live at Brooklyn or something. Right. And right in the middle of the song, there's a commercial. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Crazy. And I get, no, I don't know how it works. Because I was wondering about that the other day. Because um, I just discovered this 
purely by accident, you know, because YouTube suggests stuff, you know, it's that algorithm. And uh, they're yeah. like, oh, you like all this stuff? Well, check these people out, you know. And it was some band from the north of England, you know, somewhere. Um, and I would love to have them on the show, but, the, you know, the time change, and it, it's, a, it's involved when, you're, uh, when you have yeah. people in Europe on. But, I mean, it, it's possible. It, there's, it's always possible. <laughs> But anyway, I'm, I'm watching this possible. stuff, and it's, yeah, you know, and it's great. And I'm like, hey, I wonder, because I was watching a lot of this stuff, and, and like your video for Bella, I played a lot, and I always think to myself, I wonder, okay. since, I pay, since I pay like a monthly, whatever it is, 15 bucks or whatever, uh, for the YouTube thing, is the artist still, does that count for their monetization, or do, is that only for people that aren't paying uh, to watch those commercials? Like I, I'm like, that's a should very I... good question. Yeah, I didn't know. You know, I have no idea. Um, yeah, I, I am. I I don't know. I, was, <laughs> I have no idea. I do they do that. they take all those things and split it? I would hope so. You know, I hope they're still getting paid. Uh, I hope yeah, Ada's making some money as many times as I've watched Bell because I love that song so Aww. much and I like that lip video. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we, I got this uh, Super 8 camera from the 60s or so. I forgot when I, yeah, that's what Andy Warhol used uh, to film with. Yeah, and then I got it at a flea market, and I didn't think it would work at all, Um, but by some miracle, it worked, so I thought, oh, this would be cool um, to kind of film a little bit something, and we went to uh, the Venice Canals down in, Mm -hmm. um, LA and it was mm-hmm. it was really fun. It was super windy, but just having your friends around and kind of just fooling around and not taking anything too seriously. So that's basically what the little lyric video is. <laughs> that's cool. That's a great video. Mm-hmm. Great video. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. 
I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Ruxgear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. I love Venice. I love that whole area. It's it got a little little shady for a while. With uh, they had a real problem with uh, the homeless there. Um, they need to figure yeah. a solution out. Uh, maybe they did. I don't know. I was talking to a friend of mine, and they who lives down there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they cleaned a lot of it up." I'm like, well, what do you mean they cleaned it up? What what they do with these? And she had something story, yeah. but um, hopefully they've 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 solved that problem because there was a lot though she was saying, um, which you know, one of our yeah. issues we have to deal with is society, man. We gotta solve these problems. <laughs> you know? Definitely, yeah. It's it's a beautiful place, and um, they still have a little bit of a problem with um, unhoused people and. Um, mm, yeah, that's it, the word, unhoused. I like that better than homeless. Homeless is an abstract concept. These people are unhoused. Yeah, they don't so, have a house. Yeah, that's they a good don't term. have a home. Yeah, I've been, it's something I've, like, educated myself on a couple of months ago, just, like, that term and how what it means compared to, I've been trying, you know, to change your vocabulary a lot when it comes to things like this, especially now, and, um, yeah, it's been, when we were there, it was still a big problem. We were there a couple of months ago. I believe it was five months ago mm. when we shot that. And, yeah, it was definitely, it's still a big problem there. But the entirety of L.A. just has been very 
difficult these past couple of months. Um, and right. yeah, it's been, I'm trying to move my roommate and I, and it's been hard to find mm. a place that's safe right now. Um, oh, so yeah, okay. it's definitely been an issue. It's still going on. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, be safe, be safe. Um, you, yeah. you have to, and especially if you're, and I'm, everybody deserves to be safe. Don't, don't let me, but, that I'm just talking sure. um, from our world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're a creative person, the thing is the majority of creative people um, at, at a beginning level or, or a, you know, in that area, um, you're working at home, you're working at home, whatever it is you're doing, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And you, you want to be in a safe, if you're going to create, you want, in, in my experience, if you're in a safe area when you're doing it, you can get a lot more work done. You know, when you're not looking out the window and seeing cars burning on fire and hearing gunshots and helicopters overhead. Just much yeah. thing can't happen. You know, if you're in the rap game, exactly. it might be better. I don't know. I don't know. Be safe. <laughs> be safe. Yeah, be safe. You know? I live in a, a little sketchier area um, in L.A. right now. And being home in the Bay Area, the difference of, like, the work I'm getting done and how healthier I feel because I can, like, walk outside and, you know, take a really yeah. sad walk with my music whenever I want to um, and walk my dog. It's made all the difference. So, yeah, that's definitely something on my mind constantly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember years ago, this is my younger wild wolfing around days, many, many years ago, <laughs> um, I was dating this girl. <laughs> Who lived in uh, downtown LA? She lived down, and it was the bad, it was over by the American Apparel, you know, by the bus station and all that area down there, and it was bad. Um, but she had this great loft. Yeah. She had this big loft, and it was fantastic. And I was at her place, and we're hanging out and whatnot. And a rat came up out of her stove. You know the how they have the burners on the stove, and there's like the little yes. safe there. A oh. rat came up out of that thing. <gasps> I left. How did the end of it? I'm like, oh my god! I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I guess. But he just came out like he owned the place. He was like, yeah. What's going on out here? Oh. I'm like, my god. The artist is leading. That's what's going on. <laughs> that is. And it was funny because I was terrified. I was painting this gal, and she's like, "What about my painting? You got to finish the painting." I was like, "You're coming to my place." <laughs> yeah, we'll this finish. is this is done here. Yeah. Yeah, so true. You're not in a safe situation <laughs> to create your art. If there are rats no. coming out of the no. yeah. And everybody's like, oh, Jamie, you're this big, tough, macho guy. No, I was not. <laughs> that changed very quickly. Uh, nope. Nope, I was ready to go home and oh, put on some silk drawers. I was, that was too much for me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. I yeah, grew up on... You got to be safe. Yeah, I grew, my family had um, a farm when I was really little, and there was okay. always, like, snakes and stuff, and right. that's my biggest fear, snakes, is just, really? I can't do, I'm okay with every other creature, all God's creatures, but snakes <laughs> are. I'm telling you, my wife's got one. My wife's got really? one. It's, it's a, a, yeah, it's a white snake. It's a... A ball python. The thing will never get bigger than your arm. Um, oh, but I'll tell you, God. my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law was not a fan <laughs> when she found out about that. 
not a fan. Yeah, snakes are adorable, but I just I have like trauma with snakes. Right. It's not their fault. It's just like that one snake really hurt me, but that's okay. It's not the other snake's fault. Oh no, our snake, our snake rare. Uh, she takes it out of it so often, but it's got a. That snake won the lottery, man. When we got that snake, it's got it's living large. You know, it's got yeah. a nice environment and real plants and stuff in there. Uh, yeah, yeah no. It's living outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Lays around like she always plays. It's uh, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's cool for you, but you got a dog and a cat, and, uh, you know, I imagine the guitar has been played to the pooch a few times. Oh, for sure. She, when I got her, we had to, like, desensitize her um, because, mm. you know, loud noises can really, like, scare puppies. So we have to. Mm-hmm. I would, like, play it, play it. So she's, like, used to it now that she just falls asleep. But, um, yeah, the first couple of months when we got her, um, she despised when I played instruments. She would bark. She'd be like, stop. She would run away and hide. Really? But now she's gotten used to it. Yeah. Loud noises is not her thing. My dog is very sensitive. That's amazing. Well, hey, you know, she, yeah. she lets you know. She lets you know. And it's a good thing you yeah, don't play the drums. respect her boundaries. Know? Oh, for sure. I want to learn how to play the drums. That's next for me. I want to try to learn how to play. And good thing I don't live at home anymore because I think my dog would despise me. Just, like, disown yeah. me as her owner. <laughs> Dogs are crazy. Dogs are crazy. Our dog, one of the rules in our house is um, for all the animals, we got a couple cats. Um, the snake doesn't do this, but um, and, and the dog. And but one of the rules is is nobody touches any of the art. You know, we got a lot of art around here. You know, and that's one of the rules of the house. And um, the other day I was doing something. Me and my wife were talking about something, and I was trying to do something with move one of her sculptures around, and I was touching it, messing with it. And the dog started barking at me. I'm like, and then I realized, oh, I'm I'm touching the art. I'm breaking the rule. <laughs> you know, and I'm getting yelled at. She's she's telling I'm you she's like how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? How dare you do that? That thing has a oh. light on it and everything. Obviously it's important. <laughs> um what's wrong? Oh, oh no, funny. pets are great. I don't know how I'm gonna I don't know how people don't live. I didn't have a pet for sixteen years of my life and it was oh, wow. horrible. Absolutely horrible. <laughs> I can't imagine. No, we just had the Fourth of July. Did uh, Ooh, did yeah. the dog handle the Fourth of July? Okay, is that even an issue in Cal? Don't they have like you can't? People don't like common folk don't do fireworks, right? I can't remember. It's been so long since I lived in California. There's definitely limitations, but they mm. you can buy fireworks, mm. and of a certain degree. So yes, there was. Very loud fireworks, and my dog mm. was not happy. Um, she hides in the laundry room. That's her, like, panic room. Um, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it's horrible. I tried to turn up the music really loud and kind of put on a dishwasher, and, but, yeah, it didn't help. <laughs> they do. have supersonic ears. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, we kind of live in a – not a fancy, but it's, it's on the downhill side of fancy area. Um, you know, upper middle class, and even here, there was a million fireworks. My dog was freaking out, man. Um, yeah. And it's just, 
you know, it's, uh, my wife is getting upset, and I, I told her, I said, well, it's just one night a year, so, you know, um, we can we can weather the storm here, you know. Just, yeah, definitely. I'd rather deal with this than a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's the worst day of most, like, animals' lives, the fireworks, but at least it goes by a oh. little bit more quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. I, there wasn't as many this year. There wasn't as many. There was a lot, but there wasn't as many. I, I think the economy, <laughs> people were like, I can't afford it. Well, you know. Yeah, maybe that's no. a good thing. Um, yeah, maybe it's a I bet the puppies were very happy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you're going to be heading back down. Um, you're, in, you're in Northern California right now. Are, are you heading back down soon? Or do you drive or do you fly or how do you get down there? So this time I flew. So tomorrow morning okay. at... 5 a.m., I kid you not. I have to head back. Um, but sometimes I drive. The drive can be very exhausting. But um, right. if I have to bring something that I cannot bring in the airplane, I will drive. But driving is not my favorite. Um, a lot of people yeah, don't realize in California, they think, because they see movies, they think that L.A. to San Francisco Drive is, uh, or Northern California, or wherever you happen to be, um, they, th- they see the coast, you know, that, that – and you can do that. It takes you, I don't know, yeah. two days to do it. It's, it's a long drive. Um, but everybody else takes the yeah. freeway, and it's one of the most boring, <laughs> non-scenery changing drives ever. You're like, where No, it's Exactly. so boring. It's just like plain land. And then there's a certain part yeah. where you reach where there's cows, and it just smells like cow manure. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. And you almost look forward to it. You're like, oh, something different. Oh, finally. Finally, exactly. I'm getting somewhere. Like something to wake oh. me up because that's my biggest thing is I fall asleep. So I have to like constantly be awake. <laughs> that's my favorite part because I'm like instantly woken up by the beautiful smell. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Yeah, the, far, yeah. the farm memories come waking back. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. They're fond oh, memories. I love, it's wonderful. I like that stretch, and I like if you ever go to Las Vegas when you're coming back into LA on the 15 there or wherever, you know, Southern California. Um, you, you go over. You're in the desert. I mean, you you're, you feel like Moses in the desert. You're like, oh my gosh, when is this going to end? It's terrible. And then you go over this hill, and it gets a little rocky. And then you go over this hill, and it's the fertile farmland of Southern California, and it's it's magical. You're like, oh, my oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> Brings a tear to your eye. It's oh, amazing. I've never been in that drive before, but you're kind of making oh, me want to go nice. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. You don't. I don't know if Las Vegas. Ada Marquez. I don't know. You know, Vegas is a weird. Yeah, you'd be fine there. You'd be fine there. Go to a spa. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't I go to the cheap casino hotel. Yeah, oh it's not gosh. my favorite place. I won't lie. Las Vegas is not my favorite place. Um, I went when I was 15, and it's it scared me a little. I don't think it's made for 15 year old Yeah. No, Vegas ain't the place. Yeah. Vegas ain't the I had a friend of mine recently call me from Vegas, and she's like, I got this great deal on, at Circus Circus. I'm like, no, don't go. Don't no. stop. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to lose the deposit. I'm like, it's worth it. <laughs> don't yeah. go. Um, no, no shade. I, yeah, you know they're not listening. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, terrible. Terrible. Did you know? 
it's it's a scary place. I we went down there just to see Celine Dion because my mom and I are huge Celine Dion fans. So I recommend yeah. Celine Dion only. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh man, I, I tell you, Old so Adele much. made a lot of people mad. She canceled that or postponed her residency there. I was reading about that in Variety. Oh my gosh. Um, oh yeah. Crazy stuff. I'm sure there was meetings with her PR company. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, I imagine yeah, the phone was ringing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. It's been rough for so many different artists. I have never been on tour. I've never done any of that, but it's very difficult, especially now with COVID, and I bet that that was a very oh, absolutely for everyone. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely. And even in these days, you know, because you, you, assume, you assume everybody's vaccinated and all this and that, and what have you um happened to me and my wife a couple weeks ago we got a call from somebody you know oh yeah we had dinner with well my my brother's friend's cousin you know blah 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 and it's like oh great oh well i've got these tests back here let's pick one and you know everything was fine we're all vaccinated but you don't even think about it now and i guess we still do i still wash the heck out of my hands though and i still wear a mask a lot of people. I got me too. I didn't even grief about wearing a mask. I was in the story. Like, really? You don't have to wear that anymore. And I'm like, I didn't want to shave this morning, so shut up. I did oh want to wear gosh. this. Oh my gosh. Mind your Yeah, I never understood that. Somebody else, somebody did come up to me too the other day, and they were like, "Just a question. Why are you wearing a mask?" I said, "Ma'am, because I want to. <laughs> the pandemic is not over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So- I asked my wife. She manages a makeup place, and I, I was I was like, hey, did, did makeup sales go down? <laughs> and she's like, you would think, but no, we sold a shit ton of lipstick. Um, you know, or I shouldn't say, we sold a lot of lipstick. <laughs> so, who knows, you know. Guess you, you know, gotta look good you, under the mask, too. You gotta look I good for yourself, you know? Oh, I'm lazy, too, but you gotta look good for yourself. I'm trying to get better at that. I'm trying to wake up and, like, be excited for life and get ready like a proper person. <laughs> I, I'm that way too. I, I'm that way. I, I, I love oh. Sometimes I don't feel like shaving every day. You know who's got a great are these guys, my friends that make movies. Because whenever they're working on a movie, I don't know why, but none of them shave. They're like, oh, I'm growing a beard. I'm, I'm making a movie. I don't need to shave. I'm like, but I'm a painter. You, you don't That's see a beret so and a striped shirt on me. Come on. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should. Oh, my God. Anyhow, <laughs> I have kept, I've had so much fun talking to Ada tonight, everybody. I kept her way longer than I was supposed to. My little lights been <laughs> blinking at me. I'm sorry, Ada. I hope it didn't mess you up if no you have other problem. interviews and stuff. To, um, no problem at all. It was so lovely I, to you see know, you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. When I have a cool guest like you, I understand how Joe Rogan can do three hours, you know, because I could talk to you all <laughs> night. You're, you're hilarious. Um, awesome. And just really cool. Yeah. So I appreciate we talked, it. Um, we talked about Bell, and we mentioned Napkin. Any, I'm not going to hold your feet to the fire on this, but any idea when that's going to drop for everybody so everybody can hear it? It's, it's such a good track. Oh, thank you. So Napkin comes out July 20th, which I'm really excited about. Nice. I haven't really spoken about it yet. But, yeah, this month, which is crazy because awesome. we finished that song so recently, whereas Belle 
it was finished a while ago, but um, yeah, this one was very quick, so I'm really excited for it. So in a couple of weeks, if you want to listen to it, it'll be out. Yeah, and when it drops, ladies and gentlemen, I will remind everybody and, and post it out on all my social media and stuff as well because you're going to want to check it out. Um, but, yeah, get over, pick up Bell. It, it's what a great song. What a great song. And, you know, the cool thing about, yeah, one of the cool things about buying music in the, the age we live in of streaming and whatnot, if you've got somebody, you know, when you buy it, I've done this. I've done this a lot. Um, when, you know, I knew somebody that was having a rough day or whatnot, you know, I go over and I buy the track. I, I know their email address, so I just send it to them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. Oh, that's the best. And, I think the most beautiful language is through music. I send my friends, like, playlists, absolutely. and that's when you know. Yeah. And also, folks, (laughs) with these streaming sites, be sure to add these to your playlist. Everybody's got playlists and stuff now. But if you dig an artist, add them to your playlist on Pandora or wherever, uh, Spotify and whatnot, because it helps that algorithm. I don't know how all that works, but it really does help. uh, It really does. Just telling people that people, just letting, like, the streaming services know that people are listening is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, very cool. Well, Ada, I'm going to tell you this. You know it already. Keep doing what you're doing, girl. You're real, real good at this, you know? I can't wait to hear more. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. And you, um, even though you're heading out, you tell your mom, you know, she did a good job with you. You're real talented. Real nice person. Oh, thank you. She's listening right now, so somewhere in the other room, she she can hear you. Yeah. She's probably very excited. <laughs> there, you there you go. Well, fantastic. Thank well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We will be back tomorrow, and we've got a really cool synth pop performer on tomorrow, and uh, he's uh, he's he's a lot of fun. He's got a uh, really cool track out that I can't wait to let everybody know about. Um, doing my part to you know help the cause. Anyway, we will see you then. Have a good night, everybody. Remember, the world's still a weird place, but you're out and about in it. Be nice. Be nice. Be kind. You don't want to wind up on one of these YouTube Karen videos, man. That's not your the. That isn't how you that get famous. Don't don't be that. You get infamous that way. Just be nice. How about that? Okay, we will see you next time, everybody. Have a good one. Ada Marquez, check out Bell. See you later, everybody. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.